The Big Story from The Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. But now for Afghanistan, the last U.S. soldier has left the country, ending a 20-year war. I'm Olivia Kui. Subscribe to the Straits Times channel so you never miss a single episode. America's longest war is officially over. Afghanistan is now under Taliban rule. Well, after 20 years of fighting, U.S. troops have ended their military mission and pulled out of the country. With that, Washington says it will now focus its efforts on diplomacy. We have a plan for what's next. We're putting it into action. This moment also demands reflection. The war in Afghanistan was a 20-year endeavor. We must learn its lessons and allow those lessons to shape how we think about fundamental questions of national security and foreign policy. We owe that to future diplomats, policymakers, military leaders, service members. We owe that to the American people. Well, with more is The Straits Times' foreign editor, Bagyashri Gareka. Welcome back to the show, uh, Bagya. So what does the U.S.'s withdrawal mean for the Afghan people, you know, especially with their life back under a Taliban rule again? Well, it's a bit like back to the future. Hmm. So, you know, the Taliban were in power when uh, the U.S. attacked and invaded Afghanistan, mainly because the Taliban were sheltering the al-Qaeda chief, Osama bin Laden, and he was the guy behind the 9-11 attacks. So what do we know of those years? We know pretty much that, in a word, the Taliban rule was quite brutal. And so there were things like public hangings in squares, in football stadiums, there were lynchings, there were, you know, limbs amputated for certain crimes, you know, things of this sort. What else? Well, women's rights were quite severely curtailed. So you had um, women who were forced to wear uh, you know, cover themselves top to bottom, and they had to wear niqab. Niqab is something that, so you see only the eyes, you know. So uh, it's quite restrictive by way of education, by way of jobs. It was very little, very restrictive. And even for the rest of the country, I think jobs were in short supply. So as such, the economy, the whole system of governance was backward looking, right? Now, if you hear the Taliban leaders today, the spokesmen today talk about, uh, you know, what the government is going to be like under them. Uh, you hear them saying that, no, we won't be doing that kind of thing. But again, if you notice, first of all, they're not consistent. They say one thing, one leader says one thing, for instance, on women's rights. The other leader might contradict him. That's gone on. And secondly, they have little credibility. Because from everything we know about these people, who are now back in power, uh, it doesn't need you to believe that this, it, this is going to be a shining new Afghanistan. Right. Well, Bagya, then what do you think is the state of the Taliban now? Is it stronger or weaker than, you know, than before the, US, um, the U.S.'s presence in Afghanistan back in 2001? Mm, well, they've outlasted the U.S. military for 20 years. So that tells you a lot about their state, their strength, right? Uh, the second thing, they have inherited, you know, the resources and the military assets which were given to the previous government, the Ashraf Ghani government, by the U.S. So they have that. They are in control of most of the country, except maybe some pockets where there is resistance. And uh, I think most people would say that Taliban is there to stay for years, if not decades. There might be some kind of civil war going on and resistance going on, but I think there's little doubt that Taliban is going to stay. And the other thing would be that they also have, uh, you must have read reports that we've published about Taliban inheriting 
uh, you know, trillion dollar worth of minerals. So these things, rare uh, things like lithium, which we use for batteries. So Taliban has inherited all that as well. So from most angles that you look at, they are pretty strong. Okay, well, back to last night's developments. You know, according to Secretary of State Antony Blinken, America's work in Afghanistan continues, and there's a plan that they're putting uh, into action. But based on what you said about the, the state of the Taliban currently, what can the U.S. do now that its military presence in Afghanistan has ended? Well, whatever that plan be, I'm quite skeptical. Mm -hmm. Basically, the U.S. is not left with a lot of leverage. They've left as of today. There's still about 100, 200 Americans left there, but they expect to get them out. Beyond that, what do they have? I think it's China, in fact, which is building up links with Taliban, which, ha which will have something of a say in the affairs of that country. As for the U.S., I think Mr. Blinken hasn't revealed much of his plans as yet. But from what we know, he's talked about you know, being together with international allies and trying to make sure that, that you know, relief and humanitarian supplies, for instance, that were meant for certain groups, those are not hijacked and end up with the government. Mm. So he's talking of misuse, preventing the misuse of that kind of thing. But yeah, at the moment, I'm afraid, U.S. doesn't really have a lot left in the country. Right, of course, we'll keep an eye on these developments as, you know, the weeks and the months progress. Bagya, thank you so much for coming on the show. I've been speaking with The Straits Times' foreign editor, Bagya Shri Gareka.